Hello everyone. In Parsha Tzaved, the Torah continues with this description about how the Jewish people should construct the Mishkan. While Parsha Truma focused on the structural parts of the Mishkan itself, Parsha Tzaved focuses primarily on the loads of the Kohanim, how they're meant to be made, and afterwards the process of induction by which the Kohanim will be made Kohanim. But before getting to all of that, Hashem tells Moshe that he has to get the Jewish people to bring pure olive oil to be used for lighting the menorah. Hashem highlights that this is going to be Aaron's job to do every single day. It seems somewhat strange that Hashem tacks this mitzvah on right at the beginning before getting to what seems to be the main thrust of the parasha, which is the Kohanim and their clothes. One might expect a better place for this to be in last week's parasha, where it talks about how to make the, mish- how to make the menorah. That was done with the other vessels of the Mishkan in last week's parasha, where it tells you first how to make it, and then the function that it's going to serve. Why is the menorah different in this regard? To try and understand this mystery, let's think about where the menorah was located in the Mishkan. In the Mishkan, you had the Holy of Holies, the Kodesh HaKodeshim, on the western end of the, of the Mishkan. And just to the east of that, outside the Kodesh HaKodeshim, on the southern end of the Mishkan, was the menorah. And it was parallel to the Shulchan, the golden table, which had the showbread, the Lechem Apanim, on it, which was to the north. The Torah emphasizes that just outside the curtain of the Holy of Holies, you should have the Shulchan to the north and the menorah in parallel to the south. Now, what is the meaning of the placement of these vessels in this way? So let's first try and understand the Shulchan. The Shulchan had 12 special loaves, the Lechem Hapanim. What do these represent? Clearly, they represent the 12 tribes. And why bread? Because the bread represents the fact that Hashem provides parnasah, Hashem provides a livelihood to the 12 tribes. Each of the 12 tribes was given its portion of the land in the land of Israel. And it was through that portion of land, by farming the land, that Hashem would provide parnasah to those 12 tribes. Now, what's the problem with that? Well, the problem is, is that there aren't just 12 tribes in the end. If you count everybody, there are 13 tribes. Yosef's children, Ephraim and Manasseh, were made separate tribes. And so what started out as 12 tribes ended up being 13. So that means one of the 13 tribes is not being represented by the Lechem Apanim. Which tribe is that? Well, we know that the tribe of Levi did not receive a portion of the land of Israel for themselves. What did they get instead? The Kohanim and the Leviim received special portions from the Jewish people. In other words, Hashem gave land to the 12 tribes in order that they should have Parnassah for themselves. And from that Parnassah, they should also support the Kohanim and the Leviim. Okay, so if the role of the 12 tribes is to provide Parnassah to the Leviim, what is the job of the Leviim? This is where the menorah comes in. The job of the Kohanim and the Leviim is to provide spiritual light to the rest of the Jewish people, to teach them Torah, to represent them in the Beit HaMikdash, and this is what is symbolized by the menorah. In other words, this idea of having the Shulchan and the menorah in parallel with each other represents the symbiotic relationship between the 12 tribes and the tribe of Levi. In Pirkei Avot, our rabbis explain the nature of this relationship as follows. Ein Kemach, Ein Torah. If you don't have flour, sustenance, parnasa, then there can be no Torah. On the other hand, ein Torah, ein Kemach. But if you don't have Torah, then they're not going to have the spiritual bracha that will provide parnasa as well. These two entities of parnasa and Torah are not going to necessarily be found in the same place, and therefore they have to support each other. Based on this idea, the Gemara in Baba Batra tells us that if a person wants to specifically daven for wisdom, they should face a little bit to the south. Whereas a person who wants to daven for wealth should face a little bit to the north. Because these two forms of bracha from Hashem do not necessarily come together in the same place. 
is actually very interesting. When the Rambam discusses the laws of Shemitah and Yovel, right at the end he discusses why is it that the tribe of Levi did not get their portion with the rest of their tribes? Because as educators of the people, they needed to be set aside from the normal concerns of the rest of the people when it came to waging war and being involved in agriculture. It would not have been possible to develop a group of people who had the specialized skills to provide education and spiritual nourishment for the entire nation. Now that's not to say that people who are working hard for a Parnassah do not have to learn Torah. Everybody has to learn Torah, but the Jewish people also has to have a segment of its population dedicated to the role of spreading spiritual values and education. So if we return to our question, why does our parsha open with the laws of the menorah specifically? because it's preparing us to understand that this is what the role of the Kohanim and the Levim is all about. Before we start talking about what they have to wear and how you in induct them to their position, first you have to focus on what is the purpose for having them at all. The important lesson that we gain from this is that in order to have a healthy, spiritual, vibrant Jewish people, you need to have those who make the Parnassah, those who provide the spiritual needs of the people, and a healthy mutual relationship between each other that, that they support each other in their respective ways. This is the recipe needed so that we as a nation can succeed and thrive. And now for this week's riddle. It's going to be a little bit of a tricky one, but I'll put it out there. Based on today's lesson about the role of the Kohanim and the Leviim, how can we explain the formation of the menorah that starts from the bottom as a single base and branch, and as you go up, it starts to branch out into multiple branches? How does that represent the role of the Kohanim and the Leviim? Looking forward to hearing your answers, and I just want to wish everybody a Shabbat Shalom.